Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. This is your host, Manny, speaking. Today, we will be talking about two amazing RPG games of the last six years, South Park, The Stick of Truth, and South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Yeah, try saying that three times fast. Anyways, let's get started. So you might be wondering, why am I listening to a podcast about gaming and the guys reviewing games that came out ages ago? So there's a good reason for that. And the reason is I'm still playing a whole bunch of games right now. I'm playing uh, Far Cry 5, Dragon Quest Eleven, and God of War. And very soon, and I mean very soon, and I believe in about four days, I'm going to pick up Kingdom Hearts 3. So... Let, let, let's run through a quick theory, or not even theory, but a quick um, whatever. I've invested 44 hours into Dragon Quest XI, and I believe I'm almost done with it. I've invested 10 hours into Far Cry 5, which is more difficult than it lets on, but it's fun. And then I've invested 0 into God of War. And then I have Kingdom Hearts coming in. So Kingdom Hearts generally, number one and number two, were roughly 60 to 70 hours a piece. So it's going to take a bit for me to, to actually review these games for you. So I have a full-time job. I just started a nice freelance gig. And um, I'm also, you know, uh, uh, I have a busy life with my girlfriend. So... It's it's getting pretty crazy. I get pretty packed. So I need to keep up with the new games, which is pretty hard, while also handling everything else. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to also review games that are very cheap to buy and you might enjoy. So this is um, these two games are RPG games. And I'm going to give a little bit more detail on exactly what that means, because there's JRPG, Action RPG, RPG, MMORPG, lots of different ones. And as always, I'm going to try to keep the reviews spoiler free. I will talk about the beginning, maybe the middle, obviously key elements. And yeah, so if I do end up saying something that's super spoilery, I'll either, I'll either cut it out or yell spoiler at the top of my lungs which I'm pretty sure no one wants to hear that, including my neighbors. So anyways, let's get started. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. 
now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. So I know there are some of you who don't like South Park, some of you that love South Park, and someone in the middle. Growing up, I love South Park. As the time as time went on, I just like it. Like I'm, I don't actively watch the show. I know there's still new episodes coming out. I don't keep up with any of the new new jokes. I know all the old ones, right? Respect my authority, right? And obviously the movie. But I don't. Uh, I'm not a huge active fan anymore. But when I saw South Park, the Stick of Truth come out, and this game came out in March 4th, 2014, so it's been a while, I thought, what the hell, let me buy it. And I was blown away. So South Park, the Stick of Truth is a very traditional RPG game where it's a turn-based combat system and you take turns fighting enemies. And the game starts out like a episode of South Park. You arrive at South Park, your character is brand new in town, but before we even get there, they play the theme and they play a nice little intro and the graphics, it's like you're watching a South Park episode. It is insane. As you're playing the game, it's like if you turn off the UI and you just let it play, I'm pretty sure you can convince other people to say, hey, what's, what episode is this? I've never seen this one before. So it's pretty immersive and it's pretty fun, especially if you're a mild fan or a huge fan, you're going to like it. If you're not a fan of South Park, um, maybe don't buy the game or don't play it because the humor in the game is very South Park humor. There's tons of callbacks to earlier episodes. There's lots of Easter eggs to earlier episodes and there's a lot of vulgarity, a lot of humor and a lot of humor that can be dark, disgusting or just all around funny. I I like the humor in South Park. There were some jokes that I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe they're actually doing this or saying this. But if you like South Park, you, you know what to expect. Moving on. So your character, which is build your own character, so you can actually like design facial features and the skin, obviously the clothes. Your character moves into South Park and you're immediately greeted by a huge battle going on. Right, so the, the kids are playing make-believe. The, the kids are LARPing, pretty much. Uh, so there's two different warring factions in the game. And those factions are the human faction, which is led by Cartman of all people, and the elven faction. So after you, you, you start the game, you actually join the uh, human faction uh, because you know the kids see you move in, you get pulled into it. And essentially, they're playing a Dungeons Dungeons Dragons inspired LARPing scenario. And there is a well, you, you then you decide like what sort of character you want to be. So you can be like a thief, a mage, a warrior, and you know, being South Park, you can actually choose Jew as a uh, as, as a as a role. It is, um, yeah, it, it is what it is. And there is one object, one object that the kids are holding in such high regard with biblical portions of power and mass catastrophe if, if it fell into the wrong hands. And that is the stick of truth. And the stick of truth is just a stick. It is, it is honestly hilarious how these kids are playing make-believe and their imaginations are running wild. It's like a, an adult version of Rograts, in my opinion. 
And as far as gameplay goes, it's a traditional turn-based uh, style gameplay. You can actually inflict uh, bleeding damage and fire damage and stuff. And different characters have different weaknesses. Um, and the way the storyline goes is at the end you save the world. So it's, it's honestly hilarious how you get there. But during the game, even though you're going to save the world, you're still warring factions between the Elven and the um, the humans. And there is actually a one point where you come together. Uh, quick little spoiler for that. But you're not going to get much out of the gameplay if you're not already an RPG fan. So going back to the definitions of RPGs, JRPG is in, it's a usually Japanese animation style uh, original RPG where you just turn-based uh, style mechanics where one party takes a turn, the other player takes a turn. Uh, th this pretty much mirrors that. You, It's turn-based, you have a party of four, I believe, including yourself, and you're able to switch out your party members with other kids from the, from the South Park universe. And you just play. So the, there's really not much more I can say to that. Um, the graphics as you're playing is ex is exactly like you're watching the, the, the TV show. And um, that's that's honestly pretty cool. At the end of the game, they play the credits with the music from from the actual uh, from the actual show. So that that gave they put a huge smile on my face. And there's not much more I can say about this game uh, besides how long to be. And this episode is actually going across both games uh, because this game obviously spawned a sequel. But before we get to the sequel, let's how long to be. So this game is not that long at all. In fact, I believe I just finished the review for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu is actually longer than this game. So just take that. <laughs> so for South Park The Stick of Truth, which you can get on the PS4 and PC, I believe, uh, and then maybe Xbox, the main story will take you a whopping 11 and a half hours. That's nothing. If you play the game for three hours a day in four days, you'll beat it. And honestly, I, I would take your time because it is just a fun game. Now, if you want to do the main and some extras, like get some extra weapons or defeat extra bosses because there's actually extra bosses in the game, which are hilarious, like Al Gore, right? That's another callback to, to the original show. And that's 14 hours. And if you want to do everything you absolutely can in the game, everything that will just, you know, you'll beat the game 100%, you're looking at 19 hours. 19 hours when Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu would take you 24. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, this game was, this game came out in 2014. It is a role-playing game. Uh, in my opinion, they put a lot of work into the storyline and into the gameplay, but the storyline was was something small. So to be completely honest with you, well, I bought this game the second week it came out. Uh, I was going through a rough time and I just wanted to get my mind off of things. And you know, my escape is video games. I was done with this game in like a week and it was great. And I actually ended up replaying it so I can get everything else. But I would have probably waited. I would have probably waited a while to buy this game had I known it was only 11 hours. If it's only 11 hours, I want to play it and it can wait and I'll save money. Which is exactly what I'm doing with Resident Evil 2. Um, quick little side note, Resident Evil 2 came out this weekend. Um, in, uh, not the original 1998 one, it's a remake, brand new remake. 
very scary, using the same camera mechanics as Resident Evil 4, which is amazing. So I'm looking forward to that. However, I don't gain anything if I buy it right now. I'm going to wait probably until Black Friday to, to buy it. And that's okay with me. You got to be okay with certain things. So moving on to the next game. And this is the much anticipated sequel to The Stick of Truth. South Park, The Fractured Butthole. So if anyone snickered or, uh, as of what, uh, from what I just said, it's... Um, it's a little joke that the creators of the show wanted to put in. So, and that's another thing. A lot of the creativeness from the first game and the second game, it's because it's some of the most of the original voices of the show are on the are on in the game. And on top of that, the directors and writers and creators of those games of the show are also part of the game. So, the immersiveness with every with with all these people, the inclusion of all of them make the game amazing for South Park fans. And that's where the little, the cute little name, the, do, the joke in the name, they wanted to, and this is a, just a small little spoiler, they wanted to call the game the butthole of time, but butthole as in the actual, you know, body part or something like that. And the, the, uh, the rating system, the ESRB was like, whoa, 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 let's back it up here. You can't write the word butthole on a, on a video game. You just can't do it. And they're like, sure, that's fine. And so they renamed it the fractured, right? But as in like, but wait a minute. And whole as in like the whole enchilada. I love it when people do this. I love it when when stuff like that happens. It's like, hey, you can't you can't sell um, you can't sell burgers without a license. I'm like, what you know, what do you mean? I'm selling paper towels, they just come with a free burger. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that makes me laugh and makes just puts a smile on my face. Anyways, so the Fractured Butthole, what is that game about? So it is another uh, RPG game made by the same developer and the same people who made the Stick of Truth. This game came out in October 17th, 2017, and it was hotly anticipated. And the it, it's almost the same thing. It's almost um, it's almost a stick of truth, but better, in my opinion. So how's it different and similar to The Fractured Butthole? So it's actually pretty funny, and this is a small spoiler. When you start the second South Park game, you're still playing Dungeons and Dragons, and or um, which you were playing in number one. And then that's when out of nowhere, I believe Cartman changes from a wizard to his superhero alter ego, uh, alter ego, the coon, right? Who's like a half Wolverine, half raccoon type of character. And he just jumps into, uh, he just jumps into the battlefield. Uh, and everyone's like, wait, what, what are we doing? He's like, wait, we're playing superheroes now? I'm like, oh, okay, we're playing superheroes now, guys. And they throw the stick of truth down the toilet. It's it's hilarious because that was the object of the first game. So it, it just, it made me laugh so much when I was playing this game. And in this game, you resume uh, your title as New Kid, right? So you can change uh, how you look, you can change everything again. And the the other characters they just assume you're still the same kid from the first game from the the stick of truth uh there's several callbacks to the uh to the first game um but not not a lot so like you can probably pick up this game and just start playing it 
and you'll be fine. But now you're superheroes. So there's two warring factions, obviously, again. And in these warring factions, you, you can pick up to 12 superhero identities. So you can do like... So you can do like a sort of um, human torch sort of identity. You can do the flash, um, like speedster identities. Uh, you can do like just hardcore vigilanteism, like Batman. So it, it really depends on your style of play. And they changed up the gameplay a little, uh, just just a little bit. And I'll, I'll get to that. But as far as graphics go, it's the same thing. It's almost like it's just a DLC for the Stick of Truth. You walk around the town, you're able to explore all of South Park, and it, it, it makes it even more immersive because there's more places to explore than the first game. Uh, so there's a lot more things you can do. And the cutscenes are just like you're watching the, the game. It obviously starts, or watching this TV show, I'm sorry. It obviously starts with the TV show theme. And you know, to, to those of you who are South Park fans, you, you'd probably love the game. Um, unless you're like super hardcore devoted fans, then I mean, I'm sorry, and I hope this doesn't offend you. Uh, nothing will make you happy. Uh, I'm like that with, with Kingdom Hearts games, like 100%. Um, I was like, oh no, they should have done this. Oh, they should have done that. It's this whole thing. Moving on. So as you're playing the game, again, you know, the world is at stake, but you don't know that until later on because you're just playing hardcore superheroes. And Cartman has this idea of just being a, uh, of having a huge superhero uh, universe where they each get their own movies and they each play and they each like just make a ton of money. And it is, it is really hilarious. And, and there's lots of nitpicks of the, there's lots of Easter eggs you can see in the basement uh, of Carmen's basement where, where that's his, his coon lair. And it is this, the, in my opinion, it's, it's really cute and hilarious at the same time. And, um, again, it's, it's a grown up version of, uh, of, of Rugrats. And each, each, uh, each character has their own superhero identity and they have their own superhero character sheet. So, um, I don't want to give too much away, but essentially you'll have a character sheet for Cartman and it says, you know, real name, Cartman, you know, alter ego, the coon, powers, weaknesses. And so like, they're, you know, they're kryptonite, right? And as you're playing the game, before you can even get started in the actual storyline, you have to complete your character card. So Cartman, he's like, all right, new kid, you were playing just as a wizard, but you know what? Now we're superheroes. So I need you to fill out this uh, this huge, this character sheet. So you got to meet this person, that person, and that person, and they're going to help you fill it out. So in the course of the game, you fill out your stuff, not in the course, but like the first few hours, you actually fill out um, your, your, your gender, what your weaknesses are so you can actually pick like vampires or crab people i pick crab people just to see what happens and at one point there are crab people so i'm pretty sure if you pick vampires you'd get vampires and then you're also able to switch between roles so you're like the only character who's able to uh get attributes from up to three classes and that's not until the very end in the in the beginning you only have one class so if you want to be a speedster you're a speedster however um at one point in the middle you have uh, you, you have the ability to pick two classes so you can be a speedster with fireballs so you can pick like the human torch and you have a an amalgamation of these two things and eventually you have three and each time this happens is so funny each time this happens your origin story changes and carmen always narrates uh, the origin story and it is honestly hilarious like talking about this right now i haven't picked up the game 
since I finished it back in March of 2018, I believe, or maybe before that. But this is making me want to play again, and <laughs> these games are just absolutely amazing. Um, so enough about the storyline, because I don't want to give too much away, and this is a combined uh, episode for two games. What about the gameplay? So the gameplay actually changed, um, not by a lot though. So it's still a turn-based mechanic where uh, you know you take a turn, they take a turn, you take a turn, they take a turn. However, there's now a grid mechanic. So for those of you who have played uh, tactic games where each player is on a grid and you can only attack, let's say, three spaces to the right or five spaces diagonally or something like that, then that's how it works. You got to actually spend speed to move uh, your characters, um, and that might count as a turn. And or you can spend half your speed and then do an attack. And some of your attacks have a range of like five squares in either direction, or they have a square, or they have like just like a um, a square of one in front of you, but it's like super powerful. So it's turn based, but it's also make. Um, uh, uh, location based so it really is like they brought in more Dungeons and Dragons mechanics where you know oh you're too far from that okay so you know you know I use a dash action to to get closer I'll make an attack on my next turn sort of thing so this adds for very interesting fights and um, I like them I really do because there's even attacks that are able to there's even attacks that you're able to do that push your enemy five squares back. So let's say they have a very devastating attack range or an attack and you don't want to be attacking, you attack them with this and they get pushed all the way to the edge of the of the board. So depending on your class, you can actually do crazy attacks like fire or move things with your mind, right? And you know, the kids are just playing make-believe, so it's great. And they each have ultimate abilities. So I don't quite remember all of them, and some of them were, I know, insane. The one that comes to mind, and I'm, I'm sorry to say this, and I'm gonna forget the kid's name, but there's a character, uh, there's a character in the game who has diabetes. And so he like embraces that. And, and for me, it makes it very poetic. He like embraces the fact he has uh, diabetes and he makes that his superpower. So his name is Captain Diabetes. And it is, in my opinion, very cute kind of offensive but also the fact that this kid is turning his his horrible medical condition into something powerful i think is pretty cool and uh his ultimate ability is essentially he becomes insanely strong and he does this because it, so every ultimate ability is followed by a mechanic like a mechanic a, a video so you're like oh he's gonna activate his ultimate ability and i'm, I'm forgetting what it's called uh for captain diabetes but Essentially, you see an, an, a clip of him just chugging down sugar. He like breaks four pixie sticks and like inhales them. And then he like takes a huge bite of a cupcake and it is hilarious. But then he becomes so strong and it's really hard to beat him. So some people might find that offensive, sure. And I can understand why. Um, I, I have a lot of family members who are diabetic. So it, like I, I get it. But... I thought it was like the cutest, the cutest stuff. <laughs> Sorry, my French was about to come out there. And every one of these characters have ultimate abilities. And it's great. It's great, in my opinion. So how long is this game to be? So this game was in development a little bit longer than the first game. And 
it, its script was twice as long, I believe. Um, and just because the script is twice as long doesn't mean that the game will be twice as long because they created dialogue for nearly everyone you can talk to. So if there's like a NPC character that isn't part of the storyline, but they're around you, they'll say some stuff and it, it's fantastic. So you'll hear some very interesting things. But how long to beat this game? So this game is just a little longer than the Stick of Truth. The Stick of Truth took about 11 hours. Uh, for the main storyline. For this game, you're looking up at about 16 and a half hours of, of the storyline, which isn't bad. You can finish that. So that's a, what, two eight hour work days. So you can probably do four hours for four days. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, four hours for four days and you, you, you'll be done with the game. And then if you wanted to do some of the main and the extras, there's a lot of classes to unlock. There's a lot of weapons to unlock and a lot of abilities and also a lot of side quests. So one of the side quests is you collect uh, Yaoi posters all around South Park. And if you don't know what Yaoi is, uh, don't look it up. Just it's it's just just don't just ask a friend or something. Um, and then there's also a whole bunch of like other things you can collect throughout the game. So if you want to do some of this and, you know, you want to do some of these special fights, you're looking at about 20 hours of your time which is, isn't bad at all. And then the last the last one, Completionist. If you wanna get everything in the game, which includes all the, all the posters I just mentioned, all the collectibles, be all the bosses, you're looking at about 25 hours of your time. So a whole day. And in my opinion, for an RPG game, that's not bad at all. And there's also DLC, but I'm not going to go into that. There's like three episodes of DLC, but they're not included in these 25 hours. So 25 hours for Completionist, when I just mentioned in my last episode for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, just playing the main story takes you 24 hours. So just to give you an idea of, 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 of the time there. And finally, because these games came out, let's see, the Fractured Butthole came out almost two years ago because it came out in October 2017. And the Stick of Truth came out in 2014. So you can get these games for a very quick, for a very small buck, in my opinion. So the Fractured Butthole, even though it came out in 2017, you can pick it up for $20 on Amazon and it's prime and it's brand new. $20 for an amazing game, in my opinion, uh, assuming you're a South Park fan or just like the show. Um, if you're not a South Park fan, I don't recommend it. It, it might, it might, it might make you a little, a little angry. You might get offended. Um, yeah, so there you have it. And the stick of truth you can actually buy, uh, on Amazon for $15, uh, not prime, obviously not new cause they stopped making it. Uh, however, $15 with like $4 shipping. So it's like 20 bucks again. So $40 for two amazing games. And uh, I don't know if they still do this. I doubt they do. But when I bought the um, the Fractured Butthole, that was um, back in 2017, I had it pre-ordered. I actually got the Stick of Truth for free on the PS4. Now the Stick of Truth came out for the PS3. So just to give you an idea of how crazy that is, they ported over the PS3 version to the PS4, which probably didn't take a lot of work because the graphics were super easy. And then they coupled that with their new game and they sold it for $60. That is amazing. Um, 
so I don't know if they still do that. If you can, just see if you can find it. I'm pretty sure maybe there's a bundle on the PlayStation Store. You can buy all these games for the PS, uh, not, not all of them, but they'll work on PlayStation 4, on Xbox One, and uh, I believe on PC. So I prefer PlayStation, obviously, and that's most of the games I play, but definitely $20 a piece. If, if, if anything I mentioned to you, you know, uh, if, if anything in this review you liked, go ahead and check them out. They're super cheap. They don't take long to beat. They're amazing. So go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that concludes the episode, guys. Um, I talked about the price, how long to beat, graphics, storyline. I gave just a little bit of spoilers. And I really hope I have encouraged you all to look at these games that you've never heard of before. Uh, games that I swear upon because I've actually recommended these games to people and then they'll come back to me in like a week saying, oh my God, Manny, you're amazing, you know? And and I just like nod and say, I know, you know? Anyways, so again, if there's any comments, concerns, or anything you want to bring up with me, uh, again, I run this podcast, One Man Team, in my apartment. And uh, so sometimes the acoustics are off, sometimes the editing is off, I'm, I'm learning as I go. But if you have anything you want you want to say or just uh, uh, any game you want me to look at, which trust me, I plan to look at a whole bunch. It's just going to take some time. Uh, go ahead and shoot me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. And also you can contact me at uh, Twitter uh, G- at GAC underscore podcast. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. This is Gaming After College, and this is your host, Manny. Thank you.